0: Hi, Shaleen. My name is Elizabeth Thomas. I'm from out in Utah, and I have a business helping people record their life histories in book form. Listening to the Build Your Tribe podcast has been so helpful in helping to build my confidence in my business and helping me know I can do this. I took the business full-time this year, and you were a part of that, so thank you. Hey there. Welcome to Build Your Tribe. My name is Shalene Johnson.
1: And my name is Brock Johnson.
0: Whether you're a solo entrepreneur looking to grow your brand in social media, or you've got dreams for a global brand, Build Your Tribe is here to serve you. This one is totally my son's expertise. So Brock,
1: take it away. Hey, what's up, Build Your Tribe listeners. You are in for a treat today because you're about to hear an interview that I did with a mom who turned her hobby of doodling into a million dollar business. And during the chaos of this global pandemic was able to grow her email list by almost nine thousand, and also continue to expand her online business. While doing so, she is very heart forward, constantly looking to serve her students and is very much invested in their success. You're in for a treat. I hope you have your pen and your notepad ready to go. I know that I was definitely taking notes this entire interview. So, without further ado, here is Diane Black. Hi, Diane. Welcome to the Build Your Tribe podcast.
0: Thank you. Good to be here.
1: Yeah, yeah. So happy to have you here. Let's get right into it. First of all, can you tell our listeners in just a couple of sentences how you transitioned this passion of yours into an online business?
0: Yeah, so my passion is basically creativity and unlocking creativity. And I love to draw and I love to doodle. And I've created a career where I bring stories to life for big companies, but I really wanted to create my own business, teaching people how to doodle. So I created the Doodle Institute and MIA was a huge way for me to figure out how to piece together my passion and my lifer and be able to create programs for them, which is what I've done over the last few years following Shalene.
1: That's so awesome. Tony Robbins says that rather than falling in love with your product or your service, you should fall in love with your customer. And I know you just brought up the term like lifer and how you have built this kind of this follower, this customer, this lifer. So how does that specifically, how does that quote translate for you?
0: Well, in general, what I found, especially the last few weeks is understanding like who are the people that are attracted to me and are following me. So like on Instagram... My lifer are moms who are looking to be creative with their children, and they have some kind of possible creativity block themselves of, Mm. you know, I haven't been creative in a while. I've lost my creative mojo. I'm not sure what to do with my child, but my child wants to be creative. I want to foster their imagination. And so I create these little doodle videos. They're about a minute long. And then people started wanting more. And so I started going live the last few weeks, every day at 930, like my own little TV show. And now all of these parents show up at 930 in the morning, markers ready, and they want to draw with me and they want to create something new together. And it's giving them that reprieve and it's giving them a moment of calm in their day right now that it's just exploded.
1: That is so beautiful. How has this ideal life where you just described her as like kind of this mom, how is she different maybe than who you thought your life would be, or is this the person you always knew you were destined to help serve?
0: Well, whenever I went through Marketing Impact Academy and Shalene says it's you five years ago, I had to look at who I was. And I, at one point, you know, a few years ago, had two kiddos. I had the four-year-old and I had the newborn baby. And the four-year-old wanted to keep being creative and the baby needed to be in my arms. And so I literally got four by six index cards Mm -hmm. and I started just drawing little drawings for her. And I would say, okay, here's a bunny rabbit. Here's a unicorn. Here's a cheetah. And she would go off and color them in And then what I started to realize was my lifer was that mom who's looking for that. But what I built for her is I built a path for her to, first of all, figure out how to unlock her creativity. Then how does she start to build new skills, like drawing on your iPad? Like that's a skill set. If you know how to draw on your iPad and create drawings, you can now put those on products. You could create an extra income by creating like cute cards or t-shirts or whatever Once you've mastered those skills, you can start doing what I do, which is visual facilitation inside of an organization where you're drawing their strategy and you're drawing their ideas because you're living in this creative space that you can bring other people's ideas to life. So the way I look at my lifer is she's in a time period where she's connecting with her child and she's what I call incubating. She's still got this whole life and career that's ahead of her, but while she's home with her littles, She's building new skills that she can offer when those little ones are ready to go off to school. And I've seen it with my students over the last five years.
1: I love the way you started all the way at the beginning. You didn't try to immediately catch them up and throw them in exactly where you are in this process, but you really started first with like unlocking their creativity and taking them through all these steps in the process. I have heard recently, we were talking about it, that you have had a huge increase in the size of your email list and you've been adding a ton of new subscribers to it. Can you kind of break down the exact process that you followed to add so many new email subscribers, so many true fans in just a matter of a couple weeks, really? Can you tell us a little bit more about that?
0: Yeah. So on Instagram, first of all, I, I have little things in place that I do for my business, right? So I'm always creating videos, and I'm always putting out new content. And I have a pattern of what I do. At the end of every Friday, I go into my analytics from my Instagram class from Shaleen, and I see what is the most important post of that week, like what got the most traction. And then I'll, I'll drop in like $10 a day for the weekend. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'll boost it and I'll see what happens. So using that same procedure a few weeks ago, I noticed this one post was really going gangbusters. And I was like, okay, I'm going to drop $25 in for the weekend. And it, it just grew. So I started to realize there was something happening there. And that's whenever I decided to start going live every day as well, because I also saw TV shows like Ellen and others going away. So there was this morning window where people were used to like turning on a certain show that I was like, okay, I'm gonna start making videos during that time. And I started listening to that person who was showing up and saying, I'm looking for something to do with my child. I'm looking for this break. And so I rapidly created this four-page download on my homepage of this four-page paper doll doodle house. And that started to really pick up And so by not even thinking of like, what does my life need of like, here's top 10 ways to be creative. I thought, what does she need right now that gives her one hour Mm. of her life back for a moment to just play and be creative with her child? And so I just went to that most basic thing that will create that hour of that feel good feeling. And I just served that up and it had 85 downloads in the last You know, two to three weeks. I mean, it was just like it was exactly what they needed. And then it's been shared like crazy. So now they're all putting it on their page, they're sharing it. And I mean, one day alone, I think we had 8,000 new visitors to the website. And I knew, and I love my numbers. I'm able to go (laughs) in and see what my conversion rate is. I have about a 17% conversion rate, which stayed the same. Throughout the whole thing. So again, I have the systems in place I just had to figure out which lever to kind of push to see what happened and then I realized I've hit a sweet spot. There's something magical And now i'm creating new things for that lifer
1: Yeah, absolutely and it's totally something like you said something that they really needed right now But how do you know what your lifer needs and then? How do you also balance out their needs with what you personally want to deliver to them?
0: Oh, that's a good question. So the way that I find out what they need is I'm always encouraging them to come into my DMs. I'm like, please tell me like, what are you looking for? What do you need? So that I'm literally talking to them. I was starting to get 150 messages a day from the new lifer that was appearing, which is still my lifer, but it was like on a whole new level. And then I do a lot of polls on my Instagram stories of like, you know, do you want to learn how to draw this? Do you want to learn how to draw that? So I'm I'm always reaching out to get feedback. And then I'm always checking with myself of like, what do I want to give this person and how do I do it? So for example, right now they want video consumption, meaning I could put videos on YouTube, but then they're kind of behind ads and other things. And do you, you know, it's hard Mm -hmm. for kids to have access to YouTube. I could keep the videos all on Instagram, which they're there. But they want to be able to watch video after video after video. Like a, a child wants to sit there and say, how do I draw a swan? How do I draw a tiger? How do I draw a dolphin? How do I draw a whale? So then I decided, okay, I'm going to create a new app. But also if I look at my life, where she doesn't have any money right now. Like she doesn't want to invest in anything right now. So how do I create an app for her and offset that cost? And what is it that they're looking for? So I love figuring out what she wants and how to serve it. And then how do I figure out how... The cost is going to work its way out later. So that's what I'm trying to figure out now. And what I think is interesting is she doesn't, like I think, she doesn't want to spend money on an app or a course right now. But she might buy products. So Mm. there may be a journal that can go with the videos or a set of pens that can go with the videos. So I have to pivot my business model to say, what do I want to serve it whenever I've got 8,500 new people that wants something, but what does she want? So the other thing, real quick, is on Friday, I do an open Zoom call with anyone who follows me. And it has been so cool. There have been eight-year-old little kids from Iran. There have been children from Venezuela. There have been all these kids that are showing up with their mom. And like we're actually having a conversation and creating the app together. I teach Mm -hmm. you to do the lesson. And then I say, I'm thinking about making an app that's going to do this. What do you think? And so they're actually helping me create the app and what they want in it.
1: Wow. So you're really allowing them to be a part of this process. Like you're allowing for so much engagement and you're going out of your way, reaching out to them, which then is equating to them, reaching out and helping you even more. That's so great. We're going to get back to this idea of selling things and people might not being in the total position to like purchase right now. And we're going to get back to that in a little bit, but I wanted to quickly pivot and talk a little bit more about these lives and these Zooms. When you first started going live, like what steps did you take initially? Did you kind of just like, all right, we're going to go live and I'm just going to wing it? Did you put together a plan first? Was it scripted? Kind of like what's your going live process?
0: Right. So I go live with my students inside the Doodle Institute a lot. What really started this going live with anyone who's a follower, I started doing Two workshops a week with my nieces and nephews now that we're all in this new world. And so I have nine nieces and nephews and I did an art lesson with them. And it was a chance for them to show me their drawings and, and me to draw along with them. What I started seeing in my DMs were moms were writing me saying, can my daughter draw with you? Can my son draw with you? Can they show you what they're drawing? So then I thought, okay, I'm going to try and just open up a zoom channel on Friday at two and see who shows up. And so we did that. And we started seeing like, I mean, my face was smiling, like it was like a wedding day smile. Like there were children who, you know, were showing up and they had journals filled with my drawings in it that they were showing me. And I mean, to know that I was creating this, feeling for them that I have myself whenever I draw and that I'm unlocking their creativity that changes the whole way that they may think and plan and dream and create for their lifetime. It's just, it was so incredibly awesome. And that's whenever I was like, what do we create? And so with those Zoom calls, I just, I put a page or I put a form on my homepage and I told everyone just go and sign up. I'll send you the Zoom link. We had about 100 people show up for the first one. And I just opened the channel. I have an awesome doodle board, digital, that your mom kind of was pushing me to get. She was like, really need to get a big digital board. And I'm so glad I did. And I draw on this digital board and everyone draws along with me. And so every Friday, we're just kind of doing a virtual playhouse and we're just doodling together.
1: That's so fun. So many people, though, who are listening definitely struggle to get their content seen, whether it's on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, whatever, they just struggle to get it seen. And the only way that we can add these new email subscribers is by reaching new people, either organically or running ads. You told us a little bit earlier about your genius plan of running the weekend ads based off the post that did really well during the week. But I know that you've also added a lot of people to your list organically. So my question is, what three things are you doing with your social media that you believe is organically allowing you to grow your platform and reach new people every day?
0: Absolutely. I think the little $25 boost is like so small. I think the organic thing is... Number one, using my hashtags like crazy and making sure I have the right hashtags. Thank you, Brock Johnson, for your hashtag lesson. in MIA a few years ago, like I literally took all these notes. So I think hashtags is a big one. I also think getting people to comment below, like, what do you want to draw next? Helps to boost that engagement organically, because the more that people are commenting, the more it's going to get posted, and then encouraging people to tag me and share what they're drawing because I want to see what they're doing and celebrate what they're doing. So uh, we're doing TikTok videos because you and your mom are telling me to do TikTok. <laughs> I did that dance video. I think I sent it to my two little kids doing their little kind of Baroque dance lesson at the beginning of quarantine. Jennifer Gardner shared that on her page. And so like, really just like, playfully using my Instagram page to share my love and creativity and then encouraging others to do the same thing, but use my hashtag and, and engage with me. I think the biggest thing is being consistent, showing up live. Like everyone was like, when are you going to show up? And I was like, 930. I'll be there at 930. <laughs> so they want to know because they want to have their markers ready. And then Connecting and reaching them because then they're going to come back and they're going to say, look what I drew today or look how I took your drawing and I changed it this way or, hey, I want to draw Spider-Man, like whatever they want to do. So being available, I think, is important for me right now for how I want to serve the life or who's showing up is I love being available to them.
1: That is so awesome. I have a question. What email management program do you use?
0: I use everything on Kajabi. So. All my emails on Kajabi, all my forms are on Kajabi, all my courses are on Kajabi. It's my one-stop shop for everything I do. And I even teach Kajabi to some of my students. At, like Twice a year, I open up a workshop and I say, who wants to learn how to do Kajabi? And I go in and I teach a 28-day course with them and, and help them to figure out how to start their own Kajabi and share their passion online.
1: That's awesome. I have used Kajabi myself, of course, in the past. I have Lots of experience with Kajabi, but I want to hear your perspective. Do you think it's easy to use? And have you tried any other email services like MailChimp or anything like that?
0: Yeah. So I definitely have used MailChimp in the past. I love that Kajabi, everything's in one place. When I found Kajabi, it was actually a few years ago. and one of their founders. I had built my own six online courses and coded it myself. I didn't know how to make custom passwords. And I asked my husband, I was like, do you think they're going to share that they all have the same password? And was <laughs> like, you, you cannot do that. And I did this frantic search on a Friday night to find a new platform. And I found Kajabi. I moved everything over before they even had like all the things they have in place, like a helpline and videos and Just so much, you can book your own mentor every other week now. I mean, they what I love about it is they're so responsive, they're always looking for ways to make things better, like the emails these days to make your own custom emails, especially if you're used to MailChimp or something like that. You can drop in video, there are all these widgets that you can do to make your emails look really beautiful. Mm -hmm. So, I love it that it's all in one place, and all my students are in place, and I love that I can go and I can see the progress of how my students are doing. and What I pride myself on is my mastermind class, which I'm teaching right now. Almost all of them go through at least 80 to 90% of the course. And I care about that. And if you're not going through your course, I personally reach out and say, do you need like a two hour booster to help you get through your program? Because I'll get on the phone with you and we'll go through an intensive to get you up to speed.
1: Wow. That's very heart forward. That is awesome. Once they get into your email list once they sign up. And, and also, I should say that I totally agree not to give an entire shout out to Kajabi. But yeah, definitely love Kajabi and totally agree with everything you said. But once they get into that email, once they sign up for your list, did you create a series of emails for them to receive or like a funnel that these new subscribers are entered into?
0: So they get a couple of like welcome emails right now. If they sign up, they're actually getting two of my courses. And I just found out that they're getting like duplicate emails. So I had a couple of people be like, hey, I just got four emails from you today. And I was like, ooh, that's not good. Let me go in and fix that. But I love that they told me and I always tell them, thank you for bringing that to my attention. Let me go in and fix that. But mainly where I put them into is I do like a weekly newsletter where I'm giving away like a doodle card and a doodle lesson. And I... I really am just nurturing them for a long period of time. For like almost two years, some people may just wanna know like, how do I doodle with you? Like just send me a weekly little doodle lesson and so I'll get them to kind of go through the the newsletter and then I'm always telling them something exciting that I'm working on because there's always something new that I'm working on like the app right now and then I always say who wants to be a part of it and come in and see the behind the scenes of how I launch an app. And then I have a little Facebook community as well for the community side of it, for people to post their drawings and comment on each other's drawings. So there's no funnel that leads to XYZ sale. And what's interesting right now is a lot of people just want to download from Etsy. They just want to say, can I just go to Etsy, pay something $3.97 and download some inspiration cards. So like, there's all kinds of different levers or streams of income that come in and I just have to figure out where they are and and help them out.
1: That totally makes sense and it sounds like one thing that is definitely shining through in everything we're talking about is how engaged you are in the success of your students and I think that's definitely key. I know you said that doesn't lead to an exact like XYZ sale, but of course there still is some income coming in right now, some things being sold. So How have you decided to carefully navigate that issue, especially considering, like we talked about earlier, the current economic state of the world and troubles that many people may be experiencing because of this global pandemic?
0: So what I love is because of, I'm not kidding, because of Marketing Impact Academy, I have an online business that is really, it's called the Doodle Institute for a reason. And I run it almost like it was its own little college. I have my mastermind class that runs three times a year. I'm in that class right now. I launched it the week of March 17th, and I still sold it out because people were still looking for, I want that mastermind experience of how do I become a visual and virtual champion at work. So my course is all about like, how do you make engaging Zoom calls? How do you build interaction online? How do you build strategies and visuals? Like that's the masterclass and it runs three times a year and it's consistent and it's my biggest course. And it's also very manageable how many students that go in there because I do a phone call with each of them. I truly care about their personal transformation in it. So with my online business, like even though there was so much going on. I still went through with my launch because it's part of my business and we're opening up that semester and it was time to do it. So I still had my best month ever in the month of March. And so that's like the three anchors. And then if I go down the next level, the next level is how do I sell some online courses? So I created a coupon right now for some of my online courses. So there's an uptick in the courses right now, and I'm updating a couple of different modules so that there's something exciting for someone new who shows up. So it's not just like, oh, these courses are all recorded three years ago. Like there's always, I'm always trying to make something new for them to be a part of. And then going down below that, that's where like the Etsy's and the other things are. So I have these layers of my business. And then I also have my corporate work that I do. Like today, right after our call, I'll go and work with a client that's creating a video for one of their email launches right now, or actually it's, it's a larger launch than that. And so I'll go in and do that. So I have all of these different things that I can focus on that are bringing revenue in. And I think that's an important thing about marketing impact Academy. It's not just like you're going to build one course and that one course is going to be the million dollar baby, right? Like you have to figure out the different ways to grow your business so that you can strategically pivot and adjust, like I said, the levers as you need it for where everything is.
1: That totally makes sense. Speaking of pivot, if we could pivot really quickly, going back to the lives that you were talking about, when you're doing these live broadcasts, how are you suggesting that people take advantage of a freemium? How are you directing them to do that while you're on a live, whether it's a Zoom or an Instagram Live? Yeah. So
0: when I'm on Instagram Live, there's a rhythm to it right now. There's a certain set of cards that we're drawing from. So you can actually go and order those cards. You can either order an Etsy PDF file. You can go and order a printed version of it. You can go and order a different version of it. So like on the lives, I'm like, hey, by the way, if you'd like to... If you'd like to get the PDF printout of this, go to my page and download the Doodle House. Or if you want to go and get the inspiration cards, they're available here on Etsy. So I'm, I'm always sending out that call to action. But the main thing I'm saying, if you're looking for a link, because everyone wants to know everything from my markers to my cards to my journal to my watercolors to my paintbrush to my nail polish color, like they want all the stuff. So I say head over to my DMs and tell me what you need, and I'll send you the link, and then. Shaleen showed us how to create all those little shortcuts. So I have all these shortcuts and codes that I just type in to send their response back to everyone so that they can get the links that they want. So again, I'm very active in getting people connected with what they want because I know that one connection might be that tiny little thing that then builds that trust for another level of engagement later down the road.
1: Wow, that totally makes sense. What would you recommend, this is kind of a a bigger question, what would you recommend for someone who's listening right now, this all sounds great, but and it sounds like you're awesome, and and they're hearing all these great things that you're doing, and they want to do that too, where should they start? What should they tangibly do right now, step one today, what would you advise?
0: Step one, start a community. Get people Mm -hmm. in a community somewhere, whether it's on Zoom, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's just a phone call conference line, but find people who are interested in the same thing and start a community conversation with them and find out what they need and start building that first thing and then that next thing. I mean, even just saying, hey, for, the, for next week, Monday through Friday, I'm going to be hopping on and we're going to paint you know, from two to three and then find out all those people who are in that paint group, what is it that they want next? And then figure out how to offer them that. So right now everyone wants an app. So I'm going to build a blockbuster app and then I'm going to say, and where do we want to go from here? Right? Like where do we want to go next? But like get people in a community and in a conversation and figure out how to serve them and then offer that next thing. But so many people I think overthink it and think, oh my gosh, I'm going to build this community. It's going to be 997 and I'm going to look for 12 people. And I'm going to make $1,200. And it's like, you don't even know what you're going to build yet. Like get people in the conversation and find out what they need and then how can
1: you serve them? I love it. Diane, you are awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show today. We will of course link up your Instagram and all of your other resources that you have available in the show notes to this episode. But I would strongly encourage any of our listeners to follow you and to also reach out in the DMs. Thank you so much for providing so much insight and so much wisdom today.
0: Thank you. Have a great day. (music)
1: Thank <music> you.